what are the words or stories that you want people to say about you and how you impacted their life? What is the brand that you want to be known for? If I were to ask your friends and family to provide five words or phrases that describe you, what would they tell me? And what are you anticipating within the next year of either life or work events happening? Welcome, friends, to the Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast by Emotional Intelligence Magazine. Emotional Intelligence Magazine is a one-stop resource for anyone looking to learn more about emotional intelligence. In addition to articles, videos, and recommended books to help you develop and expand your EI, Emotional Intelligence Magazine offers a platform for EI coaches and specialists so that they can connect with individuals who are ready to take their life or business to the next level. Learn more visiting ei-magazine.com. That's ei-magazine.com. Or follow us on Instagram at the underscore ei underscore magazine. You can find these links and more in today's show notes. Now, on to the show. Hi, my name is Tori Stevens, and I'm the guest host today to the EI Intelligence Podcast. I run a company called Evolution. I started it about four and a half years ago, and I teach individuals how to have personal development show up in their professional lives through their careers. Today, we are going to talk about be an ambassador to your brand. Most people don't even understand what is a brand or what is their brand. So it's perfect timing to talk about this as it's always important to understand who you are and why do you function the way that you do and is it serving your future? My method is think, talk, walk. These are the three steps that I utilize when I am speaking, coaching, or consulting with individuals or organizations. The think process is about knowledge, wisdom, or information. You've got to get curious and recognize that if you already had the answer, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So there's an opportunity to grow and develop. The talk process is about trust, worth, and value. You can't be confident externally until you find the trust, worth, and value internally. And finally, the walk process is about advocates, ambassadors, and champions. You will not be able to build connection with others and how that will advocate for your future if you do not have that information figured out for yourself first before you teach others. But first, I want to say a note of thanks to each and every one of you. I know that it takes time in order to listen to a podcast and ponder what someone has to say. And I'm greatly appreciative to have each and every one of you listening. And I hope that you find this resource well. The first step of being an ambassador to your brand is to think about clarity, accountability, and partnership. Here's my question. Does the way that you currently operate serve your life or the which way your future is going? We need clarity in our lives. We need to elevate the intentionality about how everyone is responsible for themselves in a personal and professional setting. In order to do that, though, you've got to have accountability in the room. You can only not be accountable to yourself when you feel comfortable. You have to be accountable in all rooms. You need to gain and give awareness through 
your value and your worth from a personal perspective so that you understand why you function and feel and value the way that you do. Finally, partnership. Give voice to yourself within other rooms through creation of advocates, ambassadors, and champions. If you want something different in your future than you've had in your past, you have to pull yourself back like a slingshot and get clear so that you can really understand why you're doing what you're doing, which of course we know is a Simon Sinek reference. But the most essential starting point of building the mindset tool is recognizing that we need to know what that scarcity and growth mindset is that we're experiencing. Now, a lot of people say to me when they're interested in coaching, I feel like I'm going to have to change myself 100% and I don't want to do that. And this is the image that I like to give them because, of course, I don't want them to change themselves. I adore that the way that they are. We just need to put some boundaries around it so that we can elevate it. I need you to think about your mindset like a sundial, shifting one degree at a time. It takes time in order to do this so that you can continue to have the footing along the way to create a sustainable foundation to yourself. But growth mindset and scarcity mindset are important observations and awareness to be able to have. You must choose yourself in order to be the change that you wish to see in this world. And that is identifying where you tend to fall from a scarcity mindset perspective or in a growth mindset. Now, I want to give you a couple of words and phrases that will be critical to your development. Hear these words and you decide what category they belong in. Opportunity, excitement, discovery, innovation, creativity, clarity, space, change, growth, optimism, exploration, awareness, authenticity. These are words clearly associated with growth mindset. Now hear the opposite effect and even the tone of my voice and how it changes due to what these next words do. Fear, safety, security, no end to the story, joker versus master, pain, lack of trust, not knowledgeable, unpredictable, cause and effect, uncertainty, threat. These are scarcity mindset words. Here's the thing I want you to know. In order to be able to have the brand and be your own ambassador show up in the current and future arenas that you want to be in, you have to recognize where your mindset is coming from. Remember, you cannot fix the problem when it's being the problem. When you see future opportunities and your first hesitation is to use one of those scarcity mindset words versus one of those growth mindset words, we have to recognize that there is an underlying concern that needs to be addressed before you are going to be able to obtain and move forward. You must navigate the gray in order to begin with the end in mind and get to where you want to go. Here are some questions that I love posing to clients to answer so that they can really start understanding and seeing the bigger picture of their life. What is the quote or expression that you live by? What is your definition of success look like to you? What do you appreciate about teammates, culture, and leadership? 
at your career retirement party, what are the words or stories that you want people to say about you and how you impacted their life? What is the brand that you want to be known for in your career? If I were to ask your friends and family to provide five words or phrases that describe you, what would they tell me? And what are you anticipating within the next year of either life or work events happening? The reason why that these are so important is that they make you begin with the end in mind and think about the bigger picture. You cannot fix a problem when it's being the problem. This is the reason why it's difficult to try to be the ambassador to yourself in the moment that you really need it to show up. It's because you have to pull yourself back like a slingshot and get clear on the direction that you're wanting to take your life well before you ever need it to show up in the room. An element that is critical to my coaching and speaking is called inner bonding. It was created by Dr. Margaret Paul Mead in the 60s. And what it means is this, through loving behavior and acknowledgement that the voice within ourselves claims that we can satisfy our own needs and not be totally dependent on others for happiness, aka If you are relying on another in order for your cup to be filled like an accolade or a performance review to say what your worth and value is, and then that will dictate what your brand is, we're in trouble. You need to be able to take ownership and recognize this is your life and you have the opportunity in order to become present today for your future to show up so that your past behaviors are not dictating your future behaviors. Here is how you can start identifying inner bonding in your life because we all have it. The first thing that you can do is anytime that you think about a memory and you can be specific about a time, date, or place, or what age that you are, that is a surefire fact that you have inner bonding to work on. The other example is when you think about an experience from the past, how you can break that experience down to have shifting perspectives so that you do not repeat future activities in the future. So you're able to change the narrative of your future by identifying scenarios that have happened to your past. Also, giving yourself an inner pep talk, shutting down what we like to call head trash which is the narratives or conspiracy theories that you're living on that aren't true, but those are your go-to statements. In order for this to work, the second phase that we talked about in this series, clarity is the first, accountability is the second. We need to gain awareness through personal worth and value. You will be accountable to yourself by really being able to identify the transferable skills or intangible skills and tangible or hard and soft skills or the competencies that you leverage in order to complete tasks well. It's about the how and the why, not about the what. The what is the end result, but the what doesn't happen in your life unless you know how you did something and why you did something. So here's my piece of advice for you. Listen to your life like your future depends upon it. I'll say that one more time because I think it's critical and important. Listen to your life like your future depends upon it. The third step is as you're listening to your life, now you need to take up ownership. 
how we do this is recognizing, are you talking at people or are you talking with people? A lot of the time we are talking at people because we're trying to convince them that the way that we are or who or how we're operating is okay for the scenario and that it doesn't seem too out of place or that it's going to be acceptable. But a lot of the time when we do that over and over again, we end up not knowing who we are and I call that being a chameleon. And so we need to get to ground zero. And how we do that is the first and foremost thing is setting up what's called an upfront contract. It gives us the structure of what is coming up in this conversation without going into detail so that we can start playing a volleyball game back and forth with who we're connecting with versus feeling like a game of hot potato that we're just trying to figure out where we're going to go next. It's all about getting on the same page with the other party and ex- and setting expectations of the behavior that is being asked to be in this room so that we can elevate ourselves. This will elevate our emotional intelligence. A good upfront contract is about creating subconscious comfort in the other person, making sure that you're both on the same page so that you walk away from a collaborative perspective versus a compromise perspective. And bonus, behind the scenes, it gives you a way of setting boundaries, which is critical. The partnership aspect that we need is to give voice to yourself within other rooms to create advocates, ambassadors, and champions. We, as humans, need to have more human-to-human reflective questions. These are questions that you can ask others of who you really appreciate and respect, how they've shown up in your life, and they will help mold you and the words that you would like to use about yourself in the future about the brand that you know that you are or are becoming. You can ask people the following questions that answer about you. Why do you continue to give me time in your life and support? How have I contributed to your life? What phrases or words come to your mind when you describe me to someone else? How do I create win-win situations for others? What specific examples of how I've positively impacted you? And what is a piece of advice that I have given you that has added value in your life? Now, you might be thinking that's nerve-wracking to ask others what they think about me, but I'll leave you here with this. If you do not ask others to verify how they feel about you, aren't you running on an assumption, judgment, or expectation, or scarcity mindset on what people think about you? And that is not going to work for you because we need you to be the best brand ambassador to yourself. So gain knowledge, wisdom, and information through the thought process. Find trust, worth, and value through the talk process and create advocates, ambassadors, and champions. That's it for the podcast today. Thanks so much for being here. And we look forward to seeing you on another podcast episode of Emotional Intelligence.